The following podcast is a Simpronto Media production. She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away podcast. One of the things I've realized is that there's so many chemicals in laundry detergent and the soaps out there. So I either make it myself, it's actually pretty easy, or I use my green fills. If you go to chantelrayway.com soap, I'll give you my free recipe for laundry soap. Or if you just feel like buying one that's really clean and not filled with tons of chemicals, you can get it there, chantelrayway.com soap. Hey guys, I'm on my way home from being on national TV talking about intermittent fasting and I'm answering the question, does intermittent fasting help you lose weight? Maybe you guys have tried intermittent fasting and lost some weight, but now you might just be stuck in a rut where you're not losing as much as you want. Well, I've interviewed over a thousand thin eaters and I've learned that intermittent fasting is just one of the tools they use, but there's so many more. There's nine other principles that they use to stay thin. To get out of your rut, click here to watch this free video. Hey guys, I'm so excited to introduce you to my next guest. Her name is Christina Roland, and she has a website called sizehappy.net. And today our title is how to break free from body image barriers that are holding you back from living your best life. So um, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Hello, everybody. So Christina, tell listeners a little bit about yourself and how did you get started in, how did you, what, what made you decide to get to create sizehappy.net? Yeah. So, I mean, this can go in a lot of different angles, but to put it in a nutshell, since I was like 14, I was very self-conscious with my body. Um, you know, I've struggled with restrictive eating binge eating disorder. Um, I got breast implants when I was 23. And looking back, I'm 37 now, and looking back at all of this, why I was turning to food, why I felt like I needed breast implants was really just from my own personal experience because I didn't love my body. I didn't appreciate my body and I wasn't happy. And so I was trying to find this happiness and this confidence and kind of this like stability in life from these exterior things, such as food, um, such as breast implants. And I also did some health and fitness coaching and I've coached women with binge and emotional eating. And what I have found along just coaching them and listening to their stories and why they're doing these things is ultimately um, due to their lack of having a healthy body image and having confidence that comes from within themselves and not like exterior validation or exterior opinions about how they should look or how they should feel or what they should do. So give some practical things that you did to kind of help you to not turn to food and not feel like you had to run to food when you were sad or depressed or things like that. Yeah. So honestly, when I look back, the biggest thing that really helped me was moving like, and then this might be a little extreme for some, but move, I moved 30 minutes away from my hometown. So I lived somewhere for 25 years and I just like got away from people who I know weren't a good influence for me. Um, and I really just ultimately sat with myself for a long time. I didn't date boys and I really just got to get to know myself and self-reflected and was really honest with myself. Like, where am I not happy? Why am I not where I think I should be? And ultimately just 
not being so sucked into outside influence and outside opinions of what I should be doing or how I should be showing up or, you know, the partying or whatever, and just really getting down to what I ultimately want out of life. And in doing that, honestly, I don't know, it just calmed me down and I didn't feel like I needed to be doing things that didn't feel right energetically. Um, so there was that. And I just really think like the outside influence is what really helped me and um, really listening and trusting my own gut and my own intuition, so to say. Awesome. And so what I know that on your website, you have kind of like a weekly self-love assignment. Yeah. Um, talk to us about that. What is that? What is yeah. a self-love. So there are, I believe there's like 24 different things. And these are some things that I've done over the years, such as, you know, back when I was going through all of my body image and binge eating disorder um, struggles, there wasn't social media. So we have that today. And I feel like that is one of the culprits of why even young girls and women can feel so inadequate or not enough or too much, so to say. And so like some of the things on that are when you're scrolling through social media and you stumble upon an account or a person and you find that you're comparing yourself to them, your body, your looks, um, your lifestyle, anything like that. And although that person or that account may not intentionally be um, promoting that, but if you're feeling like you're comparing yourself to them. Like one of the first things I always say is like, unfollow those accounts. And um, I personally think it's really going to help just your, um, your mental well-being. It's going to help you kind of appreciate where you are and focus more on yourself. Um, and then there's also some things like um, dry brushing or hydrotherapy. There's um, giving back. There's going through like your closet and getting rid of all the old clothes that just don't feel like you anymore. So it's really getting rid of some of the things and the habits and the belongings that aren't serving you, but then also finding and bringing in more of the things that um, are more in alignment with you, whether that be material things or just like giving back to your community, things that fulfill you ultimately. So let's talk about dry brushing and hydrotherapy. First, for people who don't know what dry brushing (laughs) is and hydrotherapy is, explain that and explain what exactly do you do and what is it that you do to have those daily routines? Like, you know, do you do dry brushing every day or do you do hydrotherapy every day? Explain how this kind of fits in. Yeah. So dry brushing, um, it's kind of like on a bamboo um, block, and then it has bristles. So it's ultimately just um, helping with your circulation. It's helping with your lymphatic system. And I personally think the lymphatic system is one of the most under, like not many people talk about the lymphatic system, but it is such an important system in our body. It's like almost directly linked to our immune system. And so unlike our circulatory system where we have, um, you know, the heart pumping blood, our lymphatic system does not have a pump. So our fluids can get stagnant, especially nowadays. Like if you're sitting around too much and you're not moving around, your lymphatic fluid can get stagnant and you know, your lymph nodes and your lymphatic fluid, those are the things that basically pick up debris. So like viruses and, you know, cancer cells and, and all of these things, they go in our lymph nodes for a reason. So we really want to keep our lymphatic system moving and healthy, um, and circulating. So back to dry brushing, um, I actually have a dry brush hanging from my shower 
because I've read studies where when you dry brush right before the shower, it's more beneficial. So, um, you know, just research what dry brushing is, but basically you want to brush really soft, long strokes, like up your arms, up your legs, on your chest. Um, and it just really helps with your lymphatic system and circulation. And then with hydrotherapy, it's basically you go in the shower, you shower off as normal, start with that. But then before you leave the shower, you spend the last couple of minutes basically circulating between as hot of water as you can handle for like 30 seconds and then as cold of water as you can handle for another 30 seconds. And you just basically alternate back and forth, maybe like six times and you always want to end with the cold water. So that's just something really simple that you can do anytime you shower. So um, what, what is it benefits? So, so I, it's, it's funny. Cause I just went to, I went to Mexico. We stayed at LeBlanc, um, uh, Cabo and it was amazing. And so everyone was like, don't go. It's the coronavirus. And I was like, we've already paid and planned this trip and we weren't going to get a refund for it. And there wasn't one case of coronavirus in Cabo, like none. So we were like, all right, we're going to just go for it. So yeah. we took 24 of our top performers in our company to go on this trip. And so it was a big decision that we had to do, but they had a big hydrotherapy area and we <laughs> literally went from hot to cold, hot to yeah. cold, hot to cold as many times as you can. So what does hydrotherapy do for you? What's so, the like, kind of science behind it? Come to mind. It helps with your circulation in your body, just all throughout your body, it helps with inflammation. And then it helps with your lymphatic system, which again is pretty much linked to your immune system. It's just, again, with so, especially now with so much sitting around, just watching TV, not being too active, you really want to make sure that you are keeping your lymphatic fluids going. So I even have a rebounder downstairs, which is just literally like a one person, small trampoline. And you just do little tiny hops. Like your feet should not leave the trampoline. You just do little tiny hops, like for five minutes a day, two times a day. And again, that's really just for the lymphatic system because it doesn't have a pump and we need to keep our lymphatic fluids going because if we just sit around all day, they can get stagnant. We do not want a backed up lymphatic system. So again, that's just kind of like, um, in a nutshell to keep it simple. It's good for inflammation. It's good to keep your lymphatic fluids going. And then it's just good for our circulatory system, especially if we're going to be sitting around, you know, a lot in our homes, um, could do those things. Hey guys, one of the things that will take your weight loss to the next level is coaching. You can either work one-on-one -on -one with me or one of our certified private coaches. If you'd like, you can schedule your free call. It's a 10-minute strategy call just to see if coaching is going to really take you to the next level. The other thing is listening to the audiobook. Listening to the audiobook and getting the video course that I've done, people are seeing dramatic results. If you just listen to the audiobook 30 minutes a day over and over and over again and get the video course, go to ChantelRayway.com and check out the video course. You won't be sorry you did. Hey guys, I want to tell you about a great product that you absolutely cannot live without, and it's called Digest Aid. When you're stressed, you might not be able to produce as much stomach acid. And if you're eating a little more right now and you're stressed, you need help to digest your food. My Digest Aid that I created has enzymes that are capable of doing just that. It has both betaine HCL, not just HCL, but an enzyme pepsin that helps your body digest your food, which is really unique. 
And right now, all of our products are 30% off. Go to ChantelRayWay.com, click on store and get yours for 30% off. Just use the promo code podcast. I don't know about you guys, but I've been doing a ton of cooking lately and I've been having so many new recipes. Go to ChantelRayWay.com slash free recipes to get the best kale dressing recipe you'll ever have. The dairy-free artichoke dip that you will love for completely free. I also wanna give you my entire free smoothie book that has the best smoothies. One of the things that can help you lose weight is just to replace one of your meals with an amazing smoothie. So if you're eating two meals, just make one of them a smoothie. You can get my free amazing recipe book at chantelrayway.com slash free recipe. And our protein shakes are amazing as well. And right now they're 30% off. Go to chantelrayway.com, click on store and use podcast for the 30% off your protein shake. Yeah. And it it's kind of like thin vessels that branch. They're like blood vessels into the tissues throughout your body. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, it is part of the immune system. Yeah. And it's like a one-way system, which carries cells and fluid back to the blood system. So it's super, super important to kind of get those out. What is your opinion on like going into the dry sauna or into a sauna in general? Um, From everything that I've ever read and understand, I think they're amazing. Um, They really just to help get into your tissues. you know, supposedly they help with detoxing and everything like that. Um, so I personally am all for them. Is it Uh, part of your kind of daily routine? Like what are some of the things that, that you do that you kind of say, here's like part of my daily routine. I do this kind of every day to kind of help heal my body. So definitely staying hydrated. These are just some really simple, basic things, but maybe not, not a lot of people do it or realize it or are aware of how much water they're not drinking. So for me personally, since you're asking, I just make sure I'm staying hydrated. Um, I eat as healthy as possible. When I say healthy as possible for me, it's um, foods that are made in nature. So they're not coming from a box or from a factory and typically not man-made. Although I do eat those foods because I have an eight-year-old and we keep that food in the house and stuff like that. But for me, it's just eating healthy because I I feel like when I eat healthy, I have more energy. I think better. Um, Definitely exercising, which I haven't been able to do in like a week now because the gyms are closed. But exercising definitely is one of my daily practices. Um, And I'm always checking in just with my mind and with my thoughts. That's something else that really helped me back when I was struggling with like binge eating disorder and all of that was that I was very hard on myself and I had all these limiting beliefs about my body or my life or whatever it may be. So I'm always checking in with, you know, why am I feeling this way? Um, and then I'm trying to reframe it with something more positive that would actually empower me and not um, disempower me and make me feel inadequate, so to say. Um, anytime I shower, like I said, I do the dry brushing, I do the hydrotherapy at the end. Um, you know, and I really just take time for myself every day cause I do homeschool my son. So, you know, basically my day looks like wake up, eat breakfast, go to the gym because I need my me time, come home, homeschool my son. And then after that, I'm either like inside of my Facebook group or I'm creating content, writing, um, blogs, just getting back to women, Um, yeah. And then it's just not really getting caught up on, for me, I think a big thing, especially these days is not getting caught up in these subliminal subconscious messaging of what we should look like, how we should feel. 
um, what we should have to have confidence or happiness. So just removing all of those expectations and those standards of others and really listening to yourself. Because I just had this conversation with my husband the other day, like what he feels intuitively, I might not. So I always tell him, like, if that's what your intuition is telling you, if that's what you feel like is best for you, regardless of what I think, like, follow that, right? So I think a lot of us just really need to get rid of these distractions out there and other people's opinions and our perception of what we feel like happiness and confidence and love looks like and turn back inwards and focus on yourself and all the things that um, you can control and that make you happy. I know it sounds simpler said than done, but I feel like a lot of people just wake up, they go to work, they're so like on, um, what is it called? Autopilot. And they don't really give it, give it the time to think like, yo, I've been doing this for the last 10 years. I'm really unhappy. I'm really fulfilled. Like what in my life needs to change, right? So there's just time where I feel like we need to have a lot of self-reflection and there's no better time than right now, in my opinion, with us having to be home and stay home. Um, it's a great time to really get back in tune with yourself and not sit on the couch all day and watch CNN. And, you know, again, what you expose your mind to is really what you're going to feel. It's going to be your perception of the world, of your body, of all of that. Mm, yeah. Now, what about some positive self-talk that you say to yourself? So let's say you're looking at someone, you're feeling bad about yourself, kind of like what you said, you're going on Facebook and a yeah. girl posts a picture. She's got like <laughs> perfect body USA, like, yeah. hey, and you're feeling bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. So now you're thinking, oh, I need a boob job. Oh, I need a oh, tummy yeah. job. Oh, I need this. What yes. are some things that, what's ta- like, pretend like that's mm-hmm. how you just felt. I want you to, to say what, how are you going to talk to yourself to kind of get yourself out of that rut? So I am really big on like asking myself and asking others, what can you control and what can't you control? So the first thing I would say is, okay, well, first you really have to be happy with your body with where it is now. That doesn't mean settle. That doesn't mean like not do anything and just be happy with your body. And, you know, you know, if you're not happy with your shape or your size, whatever it may be, like just accept yourself. I I don't really believe in that. That's not really size happy. What size happy is, is like, even though you're not where you want to be today, you have choices. So, you know, figure out, okay, what do I need to do? Like, what needs to improve in my life? Like, could I be eating a little bit better? Um, Could I be eating a little bit less? Could I be eating a little bit more? Like, just figure out these realistic things that you can be doing um, to get you to maybe, to maybe you do want to look like somebody else, so to say, but if it truly is untainable, and unachievable, please don't go to extreme measures to get to that place. Cause I've been there, um, always wanting to be 113 pounds fitting into a size three. And oftentimes most of our bodies are not meant to fit into like a certain size or a certain weight where most of us, it would take a lot of extremes and obsession and, um, just a lot of focus and counting calories and all of this stuff, um, to get to, to where you think you should be. Oh, I could go in so many different directions with this, but just doing things in a really healthy manner and uh, really got to think about this because, you know, this is what I would say to a friend or a client. Like if you are not happy with your body right now and you're like, oh man, I really wish I looked like her, figure out how to get 
there, whether it's just being in shape or maybe you do need to lose 30 pounds, whatever it may be, um, you know, just figure out realistically and in a healthy manner what you can do to get to that point. Because I've gone to all the extremes. I've done all the dieting. I've done all the restricting only as a result of me like full on binge eating at night. And I, when I mean binge eating, I mean losing control with food, literally eating like a thousand calories within like 20 minutes. Then I can't breathe. I'm like curled up in a ball. Then I feel guilty. And then I feel shameful, which then in result, the next day I'm doing fasted cardio and I'm restricting my food and my calories. And it's just like this never ending cycle. So there really just needs to be this healthy, realistic balance of what you can do to get to where you want to be. Um, and I personally feel like there's nothing wrong with wanting to maybe look like somebody else. I just don't believe in going to the extremes because honestly, you never really know what this woman on social media is doing to look that way. Right. So I don't know if that answered the question, but yeah. And I want to talk, absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, why dieting is the reason behind binge eating. So I am a big proponent of the fact that if you get rid of this idea that you have no forbidden foods, then you're going to get rid of this whole binging idea because, you know, many dieters will say, you know, the fact that when their quote diet ends, that's when they're going to start binge eating because they haven't had this for so long. And there's this cycle that happens. So what happens is it's, it's the binge eating cycle. You start out, you feel deprived, then you goes into this overwhelming urge to eat. Then you move to a binge. Then you move to completely feeling out of control. And then you diet to regain control. And that cycle oh, happens yeah. <laughs> over and over and over again. Yeah. So what is some self-talk that you can say to yourself that says, okay, right now, I make, let's pretend someone's really stressed out. Mm-hmm. The, the coronavirus is going on right now, right? Yeah. The, the coronavirus, I'm completely stressed. What I want to do right now is I want to go into the kitchen. I want to eat a bag of brownies, a bag of chips and a mm-hmm. can of brownies. I just want to binge on everything I possibly can. And so what do we need? Like now let's do mm-hmm. the self-talk. So what do I need to say to myself right now? I'm completely stressed. What do I say? So the couple things that come to mind are what emotions are you feeling right now? Because typically for me and for, for a lot of women that I've coached, it's like we're trying to forget about an emotion or avoid something. And so we turn to food to kind of fill us and fulfill us. So like, what are you feeling right now? Are you just bored? Because most of the time, most of the time you are, um, or are you like feeling something? Do you need to like really figure out, uh, what is triggering you? It could be could be the panic. It could be the uncertainty and all this, but food ultimately is not going to fix you. And I think most of us, if we really, um, sit and think about it, we're like, yeah, after I eat the food, I know it's not going to fix me. I'm not going to feel any better about myself. So just really getting down to like, what are you, what are you really craving right now? Um, attention. Do you need to get outside? Do you need to keep yourself busy? Um, And also something else that has really helped me was listening to my own body. So like, am I really physically hungry right now? Do I really need, really need food right now? Like if I tune into my body, I'm not hungry. Um, So that's like another thing. Um, Those are really the the two things that come to mind. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been great. Christina, tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you. Yeah. So sizehappy.net is um, 
just where you can learn more about me and just get some free um, information about, you know, food and body image, self-love, all of that. And then also on Facebook, I have a page. It's size happy with Christina. And on Instagram, I have a page as well. It's size happy underscore with Christina. Awesome. Well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. And you guys stay tuned because we'll have another episode coming up in just a bit. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.